Welcome to the Fit and Fast After 40 podcast episode number two. Today our very special guest is the inspiring John Duncan. John has been a participant in our last two Endurance Journey Prairie Challenges. What makes John and his story so inspiring is due to some significant health challenges, John now lives in long-term care and needs a wheelchair to move from place to place. In spite of these challenges, John has focused on what he can do rather than on what he can't. A lesson for us all to embrace. Here is John's story. And here we have John Duncan. I am super honored to have John on my podcast as my first guest of all time. So John, welcome to the show. And I'm really excited to have you tell your story about doing the Prairie Challenge and and why it was important to you. So let's start there. When you came across the Prairie Challenge, what was it about it that made you decide, hey, I got to be part of this? I, I, I think it was almost impulsive, a knee-jerk reaction. I think I probably was subconsciously looking for something. Uh, I'm confined to a wheelchair. And one of the problems that I have with my wheelchair is that it doesn't fit properly. And as a result, I'm unable to use my legs uh, because they don't reach the floor. Mm. Um, my legs are stiffening up. So when I saw this opportunity to participate, um, I thought maybe it would help me to use my legs. It turns out that I haven't been able to use my legs, but the good news is that I'm getting a new wheelchair in the next week where I will be able to adjust it properly. But I, I saw this come up on Facebook and I thought, I'll give this a try. Good. And I guess when we we're going through this, John, and thinking about, okay, how am I going to accomplish this task? How did you come up with a goal for yourself when you looked at this challenge? Well, first of all, I picked the least distance. Yeah. You're offering three distances. I picked the 415 kilometer distance. And then I, the question is whether I had a chance of, of achieving that. And it turned out that I had no chance. Um, you know, I had a hundred days to accomplish that in. And I'm going somewhere between one and two kilometers an hour. So we're looking at well over a hundred hours of wheelchair. But uh, as it is now, um, I think I've done around 90 days of this or 95 days. And my distance to date is uh, 93 kilometers, which isn't bad. You know, if someone had told me before this challenge that I was going to wheel 93 kilometers, especially not being able to use my legs um, just with my arms, I would have said that's, that's unrealistic. But it turns out that I can do that and maintain that. Mm -hmm. 
You know, John, I I think I've known you for probably seven years, seven or eight years now. I think we met about that far back. And our history together is I, I used to coach John when he was getting into triathlon and, and wanting to race some pretty epic adventures in, in, uh, back in, in those days. And, uh, and it was really nice to reconnect with you. And one of the things that I really appreciate about you, John, that I always have is you have a very positive and optimistic outlook on things. And this is no more evidence than the situation you're in now, you know, facing some pretty significant health challenges, but figuring out and focusing on what you can do versus on what you can't do. And I, I know as a coach, I talk a lot about that to my athletes, but to see you do it in amongst your work to do this challenge is very inspiring. I know for a lot of people, I've been telling people about you and it's really great to be able to hear about your story and, and why you came to this challenge. One of the things I'm interested in, John, is as you're now in, in long-term care, but you're figuring out a way to do this, what were some of the most challenging things that you faced in trying to accomplish this challenge? Well, the very first uh, uh, challenge that I had is uh, here at William Booth, this is an extensive facility, long hallways, mm -hmm. which was good for me, but I didn't know whether I would be allowed to go down these hallways. And I, I was the only person that was attempting to do anything like that. So my first concerns were, were they going to stop me? And after a couple of days, uh, several people, maybe as many as 10 or 15 had come up to me and said, are you lost? What are you doing? <laughs> I said, no, I'm, I'm exercising. They say, you're exercising? Yeah, I am. Oh, they said, fine, go for it. So then after that, after two or three days, when I saw those same people, you know, they would cheer me. They would raise their arms up like that and carry, carry me on. So that's how I overcame that fear. And concern. And just briefly, John, what are some of your health challenges right now that you're dealing with to overcome to do this journey? Well, first of all, I'm overweight. I'm mm -hmm. obese. Um, as you know, at age 68, uh, I'm 78 now. At age 68, I decided to lose weight. I weighed 255 pounds. And I lost 90 pounds and I took up the sport of triathlon. And that's when you became my coach. So after I, I developed this condition, which they call metabolic myopathy, um, it, it, I lost my ability to walk at all about two years ago. And that's when I became confined to a wheelchair. And I can't even get out of my wheelchair to get into bed or vice versa. So I require an overhead lift to do that. And it's a two person effort to make sure that I don't fall or hurt myself in doing that. I'm an insulin dependent diabetic. 
and I've had a heart attack and I have high blood pressure uh, and all that is, is um, you know, not made easier because of my weight. When I lost my ability to walk two years ago, I put all that weight back on again because I was just confined to bed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those, those are challenges uh, right there. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And what, what amazes me, John, is, you know, as we've communicated through this challenge is I always see your posts come up on Facebook, your Strava posts, John's on Strava. So if you want to follow him, he, he, <laughs> he, uh, he posts his, his, we call it his wheeling all through the, the hallways of William Booth. And what has allowed you, John, to really stay focused on your goal? Because you obviously have a lot of challenges and there's lots of ways that you could come up with excuses not to do this. Well, Patrick, it's fun. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, I look forward to it. And, you know, I, I've become, I know the names of every, every resident in this place because I read them on their, on their doors as I go by. But I'll tell you what I did. I joined Audible and I downloaded, I, I think I have 40 books downloaded. And I'm listening not just to music. I can listen to music very easily, but I also listen to audiobooks. And I've, you could say I've read or listened to probably about 10 different books already um, to, during this, uh, this 95 kilometers that I've accomplished. Wow. So it's fun and I look forward to it. And my mind is constantly going in one way or another. Yeah, you, you're definitely sharp and it's, it's fantastic to see you just overcome those things and figure out ways to make the experience enjoyable for yourself. You know, you talk about the audible books and, and figuring out a way to enhance your experience, you know, rather than just wheeling through, but thinking about, okay, how can I make this even better? And bringing in some of those books and other things is a great way to do it. Yeah, another thing, Patrick, is I talk about momentum because after I did a number of kilometers, I realized that I am doing something and, and I take pride in that and that, that I have some momentum and that momentum carries me forward. Then I start thinking about how much can I really achieve? How fast can I go? How far can I go? Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, you bring up a great point is, I often have learned and I've said in my, in my experience is people look for motivation, but in reality, it's the action that you do that creates the motivation. So if you have positive actions, oftentimes those will lead to being more motivated to continue on. Exactly. And in, in, in my case, I now realize it's the journey. It's not the goal that I get the most out of. Yeah, absolutely. The goal, the, the goal is important and it's constantly on my mind. But when I get right down to it, I get the most value out of the journey itself. And I've noticed changes, like my arms have, are more muscular, not a great deal more, but enough that I notice, hey, something's going on here. And my stamina is better. So yes. I, get, I get satisfaction 
from that. First couple of times I did it, I just wiped out when I got back from it. But today I can I can easily do two two and a half kilometers in one shot, and uh, that's like two and a half hours. And I and I'm raring to go. Uh, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. What other kind of benefits have you noticed that maybe you didn't anticipate when you first started this? Well, I think pride in what I'm accomplishing is important. It spurs me. So, you know, when I lost weight, I had to change my eating habits and nutrition became very important to me. So the momentum that I'm getting from doing the distances with the wheelchair and I'm looking at, uh, they weigh me once a week and it's very difficult for me to lose weight, um, even though I'm doing some exercising now, but I'm motivated more. And so I've started to chart uh, exactly what I'm doing. Then I found out that um, I could get one of these smart watches and I ended up getting the um, uh, Fitbit Sense, it's a new one. And now I chart every single thing that I eat and it, it gives me lots of information about what my body is doing. And uh, so it, I could say, uh, it, you know, just because I undertook to do the challenge, I'm learning from the books, I'm learning from the actual challenge itself, and it's impacting me to take more pride in myself and in the, what I eat and my nutrition. So it affects every aspect of my life. That's that's amazing. Uh, I think what's really interesting about that as well, John, is how oftentimes when you go into something, you might have a particular expectation. Like a lot of people, when they go into the challenge, they focus on, well, oh, I got to tick off these many kilometers as I go through like you did and said, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do that. But then it's all these residual benefits that come into effect that you didn't even think about or anticipate that end up being the most important part of your participation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, if you were to you know, talk about and think as you reflect back on your experience with the challenge, who would you recommend a thing like the Prairie Challenge to? Well, um, before I answer that question, can I suggest something that came to mind as you were talking? Absolutely, go for it. Um, you know, I'm a little bit unhappy that the challenge is coming to an end. <laughs> I need, and I think it's a great idea, but it's almost like if I was back in the Boy Scout days when I went and I earned the badge. Yeah. I think it should be set up in such a way that people can earn the badge. And the first badge is, is the, Butte challenge that I'm on right now. And it doesn't matter when it's finished, it's when I finish it. And then I can go to the next and the next and the next. And you can have maybe five of these. And, you know, with longer and longer distances, 
so that I have something to look forward to and that I also gain from it, it's absolutely finishing. Uh, in, in, to answer your question more specifically, who would I suggest? Uh, because of the fact that I'm on a wheelchair, I would definitely suggest that other wheelchair people um, take a look at this. I, I think it, I think it's really important that it gets some advertising in one way or another to let other people know what you're doing. You know, and that's what we ultimately intended it for was to, to really encourage people of all abilities to come into it, you know, wherever you're at, that there's an opportunity for you. And, you know, it's interesting you talk about that, that sort of Boy Scout methodology of, you know, one task to the next, the next, like collecting your badges as you go through. And yeah, that's definitely something, you know, because it's fairly new. We just started our, you know, this in, in, in May and, you know, it, it's an evolving process. So I think we'll continue to, to learn and develop. And, and it's people like you that help us do that because everybody brings a level of experience and understanding to us based on their current situation. And that's, you know, why I wanted to talk to you as well today, John, because I think you have a very unique perspective on this. And I think it's important for people to hear your perspective because, again, I think a lot of people will look at any challenge and go, well, I'm not sure if I can do that. But as you said, in the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about what are the potential opportunities and benefits that you can gain by just participating that you don't even realize are there. And it must be said, Patrick, that being a part of your coaching company, um, between yourself and Jan, the you know every day there's at least one message coming from at least one of you in the form of a YouTube video or uh, an email that arrives in my inbox and where you're sharing important and interesting things about your life and about how people can rise to a challenge. Um, you become a friend that I count on. Well, no, I, I appreciate that, John. And I thank you for saying that. And and, I, and I'm very happy that we reconnected through this challenge. Yes. And it, it's, it's been, you know, great to see that you're, like I said, I love seeing your posts when you post your Stravas on, on Facebook. And uh, so if you're anybody out there, you're interested, go follow John and uh, check out what he's doing because that'll keep him going too. And, um, and yeah, and I, and I just really want you to continue waking up each day with a purpose and if if we can help you in any way we'll continue to do that absolutely you know uh, quickly i want to mention you talk about encouraging people on strava i have a number of people that are following me and that's an important part of my entire experience because every day when i've when i post what i've done I mean, Strava's already got it there. And then I start getting comments from people from Texas and from <laughs> all over the world. I, not many, but I make it my business 
that whoever comments on me, I comment on every one of their efforts as well. So it's not just the people who are participating from Regina that I feel part of. It's also an international group of people that I feel part of, yeah. another dimension. Absolutely, yeah. We've had people from New Zealand, Australia, UK join in. And, and yeah, that's one of the things that Jen and I really work towards is making sure that, you know, when someone makes the effort to comment or post about something that, you know, they achieved or they accomplished, no matter how big or small, that, that means something. And we want to make sure we acknowledge that because that's part of creating a supportive community. So I appreciate that you've done that and, and that you engage in that community support. Yeah, it, it's nice. I get, a, I get a comment on Strava from somebody, say from Texas, and I look at his, this, this is a guy that swims a kilometer every day, runs five kilometers every day. And, and you know, he's a true high performing triathlete. And he's commenting on me, a miserable guy. <laughs> you're, you're far from miserable. Like yeah. That's but, not, know, yeah. But it's, it's good to be good to be part of that. Well, and, and that just, you know, to wrap up here, John, I think that's the power of, of participating and engaging is that you, you put your positive energy out there, your efforts out there, and people will come back to support you. And that's what this is all about. Right. So on that note, I want to thank you, John, for coming on today. Uh, again, it's been an honor and it's been great to connect with you again. And, uh, We'll keep track of you. We're going to be watching on Strava. So keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Patrick. It's okay. An honor. It's an honor to be on your team. Well, you're a great <laughs> member of our team. So we look forward to continuing to support you. Thanks, sir. Okay. Thanks, John. Take care. Bye-bye. If John's story didn't inspire you, I don't know what will. Talk about giving a new meaning to no excuses. Hey, if you like what you're hearing and want to support the podcast, give me a like, subscribe, and share with your friends. This will keep me going by bringing you great content. You can always send me feedback or questions at patrick at endurancejourney.com. That's how we make today matter. Until next time, my friends.